2: And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com. You can find it there or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
5: This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio.
1: You got to shop till you drop NFL style. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. You there? Me here as we enjoy a mad scramble coast-to-coast, border-to-border and beyond on the vast and breathtakingly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the drop as we drop the mic on your eardrums. We are broadcasting live from the tire rack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll help you get there in unmatched selection, fast-free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So our lead, we were thinking we're going to start out with a big Aaron Rodgers story, uh, and he's going to the Jets, and and that didn't happen. Not yet, anyway. But our lead does come from the pigskin palooza. And there was a show that was on uh, TV. It was a game show called Shop Till You Drop. It was on for a number of years sporadically. And the legal tampering period. Oh, I'm so excited. I think it's, it's unfair. I think the NFL should be canceled for encouraging tampering. Bad job by them. But the legal tampering period opened up on Monday, which is a smorgasbord of activity. A whirlwind of moving parts. Uh, Players you've never heard of who suddenly are very important. I I always get a kick out of this time of the year when there's some random linebacker that nobody knows who the person is, but they change teams and the fan base in the new city. Oh, we got the greatest linebacker in the world. And uh, uh, 10 minutes ago, you'd never heard of the guy, but all of a sudden you're a football expert. You got everything figured out. So I don't know if you've been keeping track or not, Possibly not. Uh, All day long into the night, we have had players going here, there, and everywhere. It's like an old Beatles song. So let us discuss the question. What stood out at the start of the NFL's legal tampering period? So I've got Tupperware, Witching Hour, and Mass Exodus. And we will combine all of these things together, and we'll give you one of those giant oversized cartoon checks which a number of NFL players are picking up giant oversized cartoon checks. It's like that old bit Oprah did on TV many years ago. You get a car, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. And you in the back, you get a car. So the first thought I had was the quarterbacks are all over the place, and they're not even that good. Considering a 17-game season, even backups matter. Backup quarterbacks matter, and they get starts in a 17-game season. We have had a bunch of chopped liver, a bunch of leftover quarterbacks agreeing to deals, get out the Tupperware, the leftover spaghetti and meatballs is on the move, the flotsam and jetsam of NFL quarterbacks. saw Sam Darnold is taking his talents to the 49ers. I'm guessing the 49er fans are now convinced that Sam Darnold, who has sucked his entire career, will not be a bag of suck. When he gets to the Bay Area, the man who saw ghost with the Jets and smelled like a skunk with the Panthers, lands with an NFC heavyweight, quick take. Uh, this will, will test the boundaries of the Kyle Shanahan is a quarterback whisperer. And Sam Darnold, if everything goes the way it's trending and Brock Purdy's not going to be quite ready at the start of the year, you got Trey Lance, it is more probable than not that Sam Darnold We'll end up starting a game or two for the 49ers. But wait, there's more. Case Keenum, he's still playing. Yeah, I'm shocked by that, too. I didn't know. I thought he retired. Case Keenum is on the move. He exits Buffalo, and he, uh, he moves on to the Houston Texans on a two-year deal. Mike White, the great white hope for the Jets, didn't quite Racist. work out. Well, Well, his last name's White. It didn't quite work out. And so he says, bye-bye! To the Jets, and he stays in the AFC East. Mike White goes to South Beach to hang out with the Dolphins, and you think he's going to start over 10 games in in his Dolphin career with Tua Tungavailoa, who's just a a breath away from being in the concussion protocol? Yeah, so Mike White goes there as a backup. Jared Stidham said, see you later, Vegas. I'm out of here. He went to the Broncos. And he will now be a sprained ankle away from Russell Wilson in Denver. Jameis Winston could not get a starting job anywhere. You see, he re-signed with the Saints. That means that he will be waiting for Derek Carr to take a ride on the Vomit Comet in the Bayou, eat too much gumbo and po boys, and then all of a sudden, ta-da, Winston's back. Or if Derek Carr slips on the banana peel... And uh, there you go. And Jimmy Garoppolo headed to Lost Wages, Nevada. He leaves the 49ers. We will do a full Malor monologue. The greatness of the Raiders. On Jimmy G, who has been a great uh, in Vegas for the seven games that he plays this year for the Raiders. I think the Raiders will go 7-0 and in those games. Uh, no, I, I think it's a good rental for the, for the Raiders. I love the people freaking out. He's not the forever quarterback. Who the F cares? Just shut the hell up. Garoppolo's better than that stiff, that turd Derek Carr. So you got a better quarterback. He's hurt a lot. Deal with it. As long as you can make sure he's kind of there for the playoffs, then you got something. All right? I'm just saying. All right. Now, page two. Help me understand why Aaron Rodgers, uh, there's nothing there, and there's nothing, there's no meat on the bone with Lamar Jackson. Both those guys still twisting in the wind. So I'll, I'll start with the Rodgers. And I had heard rumblings over the weekend Rogers was going to make an announcement on Tuesday. Well, now we're heading into Tuesday. He didn't do it on Monday, but you got to look at Rogers here, and he's—it's like he's milking the cow. He's sending out weird, cryptic messages on Twitter. Uh, Trey Wingo bit the cheese. He got Who? carried away. Well, he used to be big at ESPN. Now he just does a podcast like every heard every, of. every other hack. I'll be one like him soon. But uh, Trey Wingo. <laughs> Reported that he's he was hearing the deal was done to send Rodgers to the Jets. That happened, I think, around three o'clock Eastern time. There was one problem. Tick 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 tick. tick. nothing happened. No 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 announcement by the Jets. No announcement by the Packers. No announcement by Rodgers. The thing we all we all dread in the business I'm in: radio silence. A radio silence, and so the wait continues as we head towards the witching hour, which is, which is Wednesday. This is our Tuesday show, so Wednesday is the witching hour, the new league year, and for now, for now, Rogers continues to circle the airport, deciding which cockpit he wants to go into. Green Bay in New York, gang green in a holding pattern, and then you turn to the curious case of Lamar Jackson. Now, we are told that Lamar cannot legally negotiate with any teams until Wednesday. But since he doesn't have an agent, there's not even a whisper of any team being interested. No one's advocating for Lamar Jackson. There's just a lot of angry people. It's not fair! It's not fair! Yeah, those losers are very upset. But there's not a lot of noise out there. And if, if if Lamar Jackson had an agent, you'd hear seven different versions of you know, Team X is interested and they're putting together a package and this. But you look at your big board, and if you look at your radio here, let me get out my Telestrator, and you look at the teams that need quarterbacks here, and you go down the list. Uh, Raiders got Garoppolo, so they're off the list. Carolina traded for the number one pick, so they're off the list. We pretty, we're pretty we pretty sure the Texans are going to draft a quarterback, so they're seemingly off the list. Miami has agreed to the fifth-year option for Tua Iloa, which would seemingly take them off the list. Uh, let me check up here. Oh, the Falcons, there was a report that said they're not interested. I got them circled. And then the wild card would be the Patriots. But that would require the Patriots to dust off the cobwebs off the wallet, which is something that Robert Kraft does not like to do. And I respect that because I'm a frugal man myself. Uh, so who else is there? Is there anyone? The Lions? I guess the Lions, you can p- toss them out there. The Detroit Lions. Not a lot. Not, uh, not a lot there. Not a lot. Nobody's trying to persuade Lamar to sign on the dotted line. It's, a, it's an asexual situation. There's no flirting. Uh, there's no footsie. No canoodling. None of that. It's uh, ravens and not even a peep about anyone else. Not even a peep. All right, last word here. So what else stands out from day number one of the legal tampering window, the transaction wire? So some names we've heard of, these are names that would move the needle because we've seemingly heard of them. Patrick Peterson is on the move. He used to be really good. He leaves the Vikings for the Pittsburgh Steelers. There's a mass exodus in Philadelphia. The NFC champions, who were leading the Super Bowl until they weren't, are seeing players leave town to the, to the north, to the south, to the east, and to the west, all jumping at a pile of pesos here with the last person leaving the Eagle locker room who's able to turn out the lights, the party's over. Jason Hargrave, gone, defensive tackle. Uh, some offensive lineman, Andre Dillard, I've never heard of him. Uh, T.J. Edwards, he's he made a bunch of plays for the Eagles last year. And Marcus Epps, all have found new homes. Hargrove, 11 sacks last year. He turned that into 84 million from the Niners. And there's not a single person that's purchased a ticket to watch him play. Edwards, who had a big year. T.J. Edwards, a guy you've never heard of, but 159 tackles last season. He ends up getting... A bunch of money from Chicago. There's chatter that Fletcher Cox is going to leave town. Meanwhile, the Chargers, they're running back. Austin Eckler, he's like, I want out of here. I don't want to play for the Bolts anymore. You didn't give me more money. I would like a trade. I'm taking my ball and going home. Don't Go! screw you. Uh, Chargers did sign Eric Kendricks late of the Vikings. Uh, and uh, more proof, more proof that one of the Maller theories on life is correct. The Buffalo Bills, the latest team to prove the salary cap is made up. It's fugazi. It's a myth. little mathematical uh, gymnastics there, a little math gymnastics by the Buffalo Bills. You didn't see this. They were way over the salary cap, and they took out their pen. They crossed some T's. They dotted some I's, and presto! Just like that, the Buffalo Bills under the salary cap, how did they do it? They took Josh Allen's contract, Von Miller's contract, and they created 32 million in salary cap space. Now is Josh Allen, Von Miller, are these guys getting uh, pay cuts? No, they don't work in radio. No, they are they're not a dollar less, not a dollar less for those guys. They turned Josh Allen's base salary to the in the veteran league minimum we were told, so you know, he'll be technically making the league minimum salary for a veteran of 6 years stature which like a million dollars. All the rest of the money was turned into a signing bonus prorated over 5 years blah 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 blah. And they did something simpler with similar with Von Miller and just because of that no money out of pocket for either of those guys and all of a sudden you've got an extra 30 something million dollars to play with in the salary cap. The Patriots as usual have done nothing interesting. Uh they they uh, they, they very rarely <laughs> They did reassign Jonathan Jones, as a good player, to a two-year extension. whoopty damn, do! And they traded one of the great free agent busts. Remember a couple years ago, they spent all that money on Hunter Henry and jo- Johnu Smith. And Johnu Smith did nothing. I think you had more of an impact on the Patriots than Who Smith did. He goes to the Falcons for a seventh-round pick and salary cap relief, which I love. I have always—I don't know about you, but when I was a little boy, I collected football cards. I—I I, my favorite card was salary cap relief. I always loved that card. I I held that card close to my heart. I did. Call me silly. I I, I love that card. Yeah, yeah. And I voted last year for MVP salary cap relief. That was my MVP vote. I know. I'm a little weird. I know. Don't judge me. Don't
5: judge me. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio
3: app. At bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field.
0: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
3: podcasts.
1: After a long wait, Trevor Bauer says, Konnichiwa to his new home. Welcome. Come in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Mather Show. We are in the air everywhere adjacent it's your audio companion coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and wondrously powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the pot. The jackpot of audio hogwash we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection of fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So our lead this hour, coming from baseball. And we'll get back to the NFL merry-go-round, round round and round and round and round goes the merry-go-round. But we must spend a couple of good minutes talking about the big baseball story of the day. does not involve the World Baseball Classic. does not involve the World Baseball Classic. But Trevor Bauer will be towing the rubber. He'll be back on the mound as he has found a new home. If you have not heard yet, perhaps... You have not been listening, and you missed it. The former Cy Young winner, Trevor Bauer, has agreed to a contract with the Yokohama Bay Stars. Who? What are they in the? Are they in the National League East? No. Are they in the American League West? No. They're not. In- are they in the Mexican League? Not the Mexican League. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bauer is going to pitch in Japan. The uh, Nippon Professional Baseball League, there, he gets a one year contract for $3 million to take his talents. Keep in mind, uh, he'll take his talents to Japan. The Dodgers will be paying him over $20 million a year to pitch in the Japanese league. (laughs) He hasn't pitched since June of 2021 with the Dodgers. Uh, Bauer was then uh, falsely accused of sexual assault. Baseball suspended him anyway for 324 games. They hadn't watched an arbitrator reduce the suspension and reinstate Bauer. Uh, Yet the 29 other teams in Major League Baseball decided that they were too afraid to sign Bauer. So let us discuss the question. What is your takeaway here from Trevor Bauer signing with the Bay Stars in the Japanese League? So I've got Tom Selleck, Wizard of Oz, and Jackson 5. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make a a nice plate of sushi is what we're going to make. All right. So number one. Number one. Number 96 in your program, but number one in your heart. Trevor Bauer will flourish in Japan. He is going to dominate Bauer would be one of the top 10, 15 starting pitchers in professional baseball in the United States. I expect him to showcase his skills overseas, and I hope he wins every single start just to make the Dodgers look like complete donkeys. They are, because the the, uh, locker room wanted Bauer back, Coaching staff wanted Bauer back, but some losers in the ownership side and the front office decided they didn't want Bauer back. Bad job by them. Uh, and we would be surprised if Bauer does not outshine his teammates with the Bay Stars. And in that league, Bauer is about also to live the Tom Selleck life. I know it's an outdated reference, but it's a an old-school baseball movie called Mr. Baseball. It's over 30 years old, this movie, Mr. Baseball, And if you haven't seen it, even to this day, players from the United States who sign contracts in Japan, they'll say, hey, you should probably watch Mr. Baseball to kind of figure out what it's like over in in Japan, what the culture's like. It's a lot different. Certain things you have to do that you don't have to do in the United States. And uh, Bauer, I remember the the tagline on the VHS box for Mr. Baseball, and it, it had a photo of Tom Selleck. And then they had the, the yeah you know, he was in character and it said, you know, his name will be the biggest thing to hit Japan since Godzilla. And so that will be Trevor Bauer. Uh, that's how the line went in the movie. But we are told Bauer had a tight relationship with executives for this team that, that the base stars he'd gone over to visit in 2019. He actually had offers from four total teams in the Japanese league. He chose this one. So nepotism did play a role. And the deal coming together, it is not known. uh, It's not what you know, it's who you know, as a reminder of that. Now, uh, we can experience together, watching from afar, how Trevor Bauer does. Because if he does well, there will be uh, a a groundswell effort to get him back into Major League Baseball. But the, the second thing here, page number two, why did all of Major League Baseball... Run away like uh, he had the bubonic plague, uh, Trevor Bauer. So there's a long answer and a short answer. And the short answer is baseball is filled with characters from The Wizard of Oz, but only one character, Cowardly Lions. Uh, Baseball's got a lot of cowards, a lot of these Ivy League losers in the front office. They love the analytics and the numbers. They like the groupthink but everyone is afraid of rocking the boat. They don't want to upset the cartel. From a baseball standpoint, Trevor Bauer coulda, woulda, shoulda been the difference, a difference maker on a team that could elevate a fringe contender into a a legitimate, at least a wild card team. Look at the Texas Rangers, the Angels, teams like that with Bauer. Instead, he'll be eating shabu-shabu and sashimi in, in Japan, and the land of the rising sun there, and when you take a couple of steps back, you see how zany this story is. Bauer never arrested, never charged with a crime, and when it comes to important legal rulings that affect his freedom or possible freedom, he's batting a 1,000. Remember, a judge ruled in Bauer's favor when his accuser looked for a restraining order. The district attorney's office in Los Angeles investigated the the evidence, ruled in Bauer's favor, that the woman uh, from San Diego who accused him of rape uh, that 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 was there was not uh, enough to charge him. There was no crime that was committed, uh, and there were a bunch of text messages from her encouraging Trevor Bauer to push things even further. The second time they hooked up for some rough. Panky-panky. And then when Major League Baseball wanted that 324-game suspension to be upheld per their own policy, their fly-by-night domestic violence policy, uh, there was an independent arbitrator who reduced the suspension ruling against Major League Baseball. All of that is there. And yet, Bauer has to go to Japan the pitch. And the other thing, which is crazy, all these people, I I can't support Major League Baseball if Trevor Bauer pitches. He's a domestic abuser. Well, if you believe that, maybe maybe he is, if you believe that, you shouldn't watch Major League Baseball. Baseball, spoiler alert, is filled with domestic abusers. The Every part of the country, right? Uh, Domingo Herman, pitcher, New York Yankees. Uh, Araldis Chapman, he's with the Royals now. Julio Urias of the Dodgers, uh, Jerry's Familia of Arizona. I can go on and on, and there's more than that. So why do we draw a line at Trevor Bauer? Why is Bauer different than those other guys? Those other guys, are, they, they serve their suspension. They're back in baseball. Why is Bauer different? Well, Bauer obviously has cooties. Major League Baseball does not own enough Kleenex to get rid of the cooties because Bauer, unlike those other guys, didn't play the game. Bauer is brash. He's domineering. He did not accept the punishment. He said there was no crime committed. He didn't uh, get down and genuflect and beg for forgiveness. He went scorched earth. He sued anybody and everybody he could. You get a lawsuit. You get a lawsuit. Bauer attacked media people, prominent media people, including some scribes that are in the inner circle, certain baseball writers that are like part of the cartel of Major League Baseball. And the biggest crime that Bauer committed, and he was found guilty, he was an outspoken critic of Rob Manford, the bozo commissioner of Major League Baseball, the guy that looked the other way when the Astros were cheating in the World Series. Major League Baseball's own production team put the table they were cheating with in their video, the World Series video. And Rob Manford, the same man who chose not to punish a racist who was racist during the 2017 World Series, Yuli Gurriel. Racist. Who, by the way, is back in baseball. Buy your Marlins tickets, all seven of you, and you can support Yuli Gurriel. He signed with the Marlins. But they wouldn't suspend him during the World Series. Allowed him to continue. Made a racist eye gesture in the dugout uh, during the World Series. Caught on Fox camera. That same commissioner who uh, Trevor Bauer took shots at, well, put all these things together and you have your answer. But Bauer should be pitching for the Dodgers. He should be pitching every fifth day for the Dodgers, but instead he'll be pitching for the Bay Stars. All right, final point. So what are the odds that Trevor Bauer does end up back in the big leagues? So I will set the Maller odds on Bauer pitching another game in the major leagues at minus 150. Now those aren't great odds. That implies a sixty percent chance. So there's a forty percent chance we never see Bauer again. But I'm going to give it a sixty percent chance on my number that Bauer does pitch again. And it's it's the Jackson Five plan. It's A B C as easy as one two three. Meaning A Trevor Bauer goes to the Japanese professional baseball uh, operation, the, the Nippon professional baseball organization, dominates on the mound. So that's the first part. Now B. He has to walk the line. He has to behave himself, be on his best behavior and all that. And C, he has to let the days on the calendar go by. Time heals all wounds. And then you will see some savvy oligarch of American baseball like Steve Cohen, the owner of the Mets, say, wait a minute, I need another starting pitcher and I can add a Cy Young winner in Trevor Bauer. And Bauer's 32 years old, so the window is three years. Once you get 35, past 35, it becomes more of a problem uh, if you've been out of the big leagues for a while. But that's the plan. That's the map right there. Be sure to catch live
5: editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
3: Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball.
0: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Store on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled.
1: And the Coop-da-loop. There are new reports that
7: say the Minnesota Vikings are considering trading Dalvin Cook and going with Alexander Madison as
1: their starter in an effort to save cap space. Ben, is this the right move? Well, you know, I do not believe in the salary cap. So they want to get rid of Dalvin Cook because they think that his money, he's not going to be worth the money. They can get as much production out of Madison as they can uh, as uh, uh, dalvin cook so i i support that but don't tell me you're getting rid of him because of the salary cap you, you always want to be one step ahead you want to get rid of a guy a year too soon than a year too late right as uh, the old belichick line and uh, dalvin cook's 28 years old he's got roughly two more years before his use by date comes up and you can have a revolving door at running back it's been proven that you can get get it done the The Eagles didn't have a great individual running back. Kansas City did not have a great individual running back, but they had collective as a team, good running games, and they got to the Super Bowl. And so Alexander Madison is a good player. He's cheaper, he's younger, and that's the recipe in the NFL. Next!
7: Paul Pierce said in a podcast appearance over the weekend that he expects the Denver Nuggets to get upset in the first round of the playoffs. Ben, are you in on this?
1: Well, was he was he smoking your weed there, Coop? When he was saying that, was he hanging out? At the, I don't know. At the, I don't know. Uh, listen, uh, he's working on his hot take game now that he got whacked over at ESPN, you know, a couple years ago. So, listen, uh, I think this missed the bullseye. The Nuggets are the number one seed right now in the West. That means they play the winner of the play-in tournament. Somebody like Minnesota or Dallas, they have a fundamental leg up going into that. And there's a lot of the old guard that do not like Nikola Jokic. They want to see him lose. They He bothers them. He's this dominating figure. He's an all-time great. He's annoyed. I don't buy it. I believe the Nuggets, they, they're they not a lock to go to the finals, but they, I certainly don't think they'll lose in the first round. Next! So on Sunday night, Mexico shocked
7: the USA in a rout and, uh, in the World Baseball Classic. I mean, and then... <laughs> and then on Monday night, uh, USA uh, mercy ruled Canada. Yeah. Ben, what
1: is your level of interest in the WBC? Well, I love the idea of having a mercy rule. Like if I, like the first two hours of the show I've dominated, we should just end the show and I could go home. I think the mercy rule is a great idea, uh, but I'm not that into it. Uh, I just, I don't know, I haven't, I haven't really picked up on the excitement of it. It doesn't just – I remember when they started it, it was all contrived, and I, I haven't gotten past that. How do we do, Coop? You failed this edition. That I thought a, you were a baseball guy. No, I like real baseball. It's like you opening days later you this lose month, Coop. That's the uh, Bud Selig's made-up world baseball classic and all that crap. Fox Sports Radio
5: has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now, <laughs> Mallers Mountain of Money.
4: Lord, that's a
0: lot of money.
5: Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably
1: not. All right, let's play the game right now. Here we go. Mallers Mountain of Money. And we welcome in our contestants. A man who wanted to play this game so much, he has spent the entire night waiting for this moment. Wow. And now his dreams are coming true. If he's awake, let's find out. Matt in the Valley of the Sun. Hello, Matt.
8: What's up, Ben?
1: What have you been doing all night, Matt?
8: Uh, just listening, hanging out, yeah. having a couple beers, waiting to getting ready to see if Justin Cincinnati actually showed up to try to bring you down.
1: All right, let's see. Is Justin in Cincinnati there? I, I'm looking around here. I don't see him. Oh, I, I, do no. not, I do not see Justin. And he's I, been I, running. I have he not, keeps running. I have not seen him on social media. I think Justin's Uh-oh. celebrating his Benny win. I think he's gone on a bender.
8: Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think he's going to find out that I'm going to be here every week to win this every week for the rest of the year. So that award that is going to be mine next year.
1: Oh, man. That's some spicy hot talk there, man. Okay, but you want to play the game anyway, but he's not there, but you wanna play the game, right? Of course. Of All course. right, of course. You've been in... What kind of beer are you drinking? Um, Bud Light tonight. Bud Light, okay. Oh, everyone's on a budget, cost effective, Bud Light, All right? No? Roberto says yes, no. Sir. What about you, Roberto? What's your beer there? What do you uh me? Negra modelo. Yeah. All right. Uh hold hold on a sec, Matt. You're gonna play the game in Arizona and we have the social media influencer contributor of the year, Blind Emmett, the Seahawks fan. Hello, Blind Emmett.
8: Hello, Big Ben. I I don't think Justin's on social. I think he's uh, protesting because of a because of the social media Blind Scott situation. So that's my guess on it. I think I think Justin's a little a little mad about that, and I, I I'd be too when uh, there's a fake Vegas trip on the line. So at least he won an award though, but I'm ready to play you, Matt. Let's get this.
1: I have no idea what you're talking about, but uh, Blind Scott was saying that there were prizes if you won or something. Is that what was going on? Yeah, so that I, that's why
8: people were upset last night, Ben. Uh, I don't know if you saw that on Twitter. Uh, Blind Scott was quote-tweeting these things, basically saying it's Emmett's lifelong dream to win a Benny. There's a free trip to Vegas on the line, which, unfortunately, there was no Vegas trip. So a couple of them were well, like Well, that. to
1: be fair, I mean, there is a Vegas trip if your parents take you to Vegas. Yeah, I, I went to will... Vegas
8: last summer, and uh, oh, it wasn't yeah. free, so...
1: Not, <laughs> did you enjoy your time in Vegas?
8: Yes, it was very hot though. It was hot. But I wish I could bet on sports, but not old enough yet.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, the, but, you're, you're, you see the the Vegas bright lights, the uh, the Sin City, the whole thing there. <laughs> because uh, oh, yeah. Walking around the casino, though, Emmett, uh, with all the noise, uh, must be overwhelming for you. Not, yeah? noises don't bother me, man. I, really? I don't know. Like, but don't you no, have like, really. you have, like, like- su- don't you have like superpower hearing because you're blind, so your hearing's better because you're <laughs> blind, right?
8: I mean, I think there's that's probably a little bit BS,
1: but oh, you maybe- think that's bullcrap? I thought that was true. All right, all right,
7: gentlemen. All right, gentlemen. We don't we don't have time. No, we don't I'm I'm have fascinated time. Get, by let's this. get this
1: game. All right, well, <laughs> <laughs> I want to know more about Emmett. I I want to know what it is it anyway. Uh, Matt, who would you like to part? Partner up with Matt. You got me, Ben. You got Eddie, Roberto, Koopaloop.
8: Of course you, Ben. We're going to keep so, it going.
1: All right. We'll keep the magic going. Blind Emmett, who would you like to partner up with, Blind Emmett? Justin Cooper. Oh, ah, okay. Trying to curry favor with the Koopaloop. And what are the categories? We have the Billy Crystal edition of the game, yes? That's I right. He so. turns 75 years oh old today. God. Oh, my God. Doesn't exactly. it seem like he's been 75 for a
7: while? <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, the categories are uh, both of these guys have never even heard of Billy Crystal. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: do either of you know who Billy Crystal is? <laughs> do you consider I, him I, a I Clippers fan, definitely
7: know who ben? Billy Crystal is. What's that, Eddie? That no, it was me. Do you, consider, do you consider him a Clippers fan or no?
1: Eh... I see you know he's not a very nice guy. I I've seen him at a bunch of Clipper games. He's not uh, I mean I'm not approachable either, but he's he's really not approachable. He's like a you know. I've actually oh, I, really? I've sat at the table yeah. where he's been at and he just kind of really kind of give you the cold shoulder like don't talk to me, you know. Anyway, the the shit.
7: categories are City Slickers, Father's Day, My Giant, and Monster's Inc. Uh Matt you run first, which category would you like?
8: I'm going to go with uh, My Giant. My Giant.
7: My Giant. All, All right.
1: right. Very good. And uh, we don't want to talk to Hollering James. Oh, hold on a sec. That's a bad job, but I didn't realize he was there. Uh, blind Emmett, we um, we crossed the lines. I learned in Ghostbusters. Don't do that. <laughs> Emmett, which category would you like? Uh,
8: wh- why don't we go with the, uh, the last one?
1: Monsters, Inc.? Yes, sir. All right. All right, everyone, hold on. No one hang up. Everyone lock in your place there. Blind Emmett and Coop team that's going to lose, Matt in Phoenix and myself, Ben. It's the Billy Crystal edition of Maller's Mountain of Money in its entirety. And it is next.
5: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
1: And right to the game we go. It's Maller's Mountain of Money. Hey, Matt, we, we do have a rebuttal from that schmuck, Justin. He says, I'm under attack in life. This chump from Phoenix needs to build a resume before I'll consider playing. Because Eddie, oh, I, don't, I, I
8: don't know, I don't know how eight wins in a row isn't a resume. I think he's yeah. just scared.
1: Yeah, he's afraid of you. He doesn't want to lose to you. Uh, remember, he lost. Justin lost. Who was that kid caller we had a couple years back? Yeah, he he, he Antonio. He lost, Antonio some, he lost to a child. Who no? Lo- he's all grown up now. Antonio no longer calls the show. But anyway, all right, let's play the game. Enough of that. Who cares about Justin? This is about you. Stay focused, Matt. You picked my giant. It's the Billy Crystal edition. He turned 75 today. These NBA players were all teammates of George Mirasan at some point. Of course, Crystal, Billy Crystal and George Mirasan in that That movie back in the day. Let me me preface
7: this before you, just in case you complain. I checked with both people, everybody
1: who I screened for this game, that they know NBA. Okay, whatever. They're they're, going to get none right, but that's fine. All right, we'll put 45 seconds on the clock. Are you ready, Matt? Yes, I guess. All right, this that guy
8: sounds like a
1: hard one. All right, 45 seconds. You're on your way. Go. All right, uh, famous at Michigan for calling a timeout when the Wolverines had none. Chris Webber. Yes. Uh, fear the Fro for the Detroit Pistons in the NBA. Uh, ben Wallace. Yes. Uh, he. This guy. Both teams played hard for the Trailblazers when they were known as the Jail Blazers out of North Carolina. Rasheed Wallace. Yes. Uh, NBA bust guard played for the Timberwolves. He's now coaching in China. He has a museum in China. He played for the Sun. The no. Uh, how about Cavs guard, white guy, nineteen eighties? Went to Georgia Tech. Good shooter. Uh, how about this Kentucky basketball star, legend, social media influencer? Right now, he's big on Twitter. He uh, was a slam dunk, wall. slam dunk guy, uh, John Wall. Not a not a white guy. Uh, oh boy! Started strong and then yeah. hit a wall. Yeah. Well, these are all names that I mean, these guys weren't even alive. Eddie doesn't matter. Sixty points. Well, Matt, Matt, how old are you, Matt? 25. He's 25, Eddie. Know your history, young man. Oh, sh- but he was born. <laughs> he was born in the n- late 90s. Hey, if he's going to claim exactly. to be this legend, he exactly. needs to know. If he wants he to step right, up. Whatever you the, guys the are, le- I never what, saw Sandy Koufax. Let's see what you, you got. Go ahead, Coop. Let's see what you got.
7: All right. Let's and see and, what
1: uh, you got, big guy. We got mo- it, we got Coop. we got Monsters Inc. These are
7: some of the scariest athletes of all time. 45 <laughs> seconds on the clock. Begin. Boxer who bit someone's ear off.
8: Mike Tyson.
7: Yes. Uh, middle linebacker for the Ravens, one of the best middle linebackers of all time. Ray Lewis. Yes. Uh, the big unit, tall pitcher in baseball.
8: Randy Johnson.
7: Yes. Tied. Uh Linebacker for the Giants, he broke Joe Theismann's leg. Lawrence Taylor. Yes. In the lead. Uh, Easy. Tight end for the Patriots that killed somebody. Aaron Hernandez. Yes. Uh, Easy. Linebacker for the Steelers, he was bald, he had huge biceps. Pass. Okay. How would he know he's blind? Um. Old uh, defensive lineman, or uh, uh, linebacker that had missing teeth. Way Uh-oh. back. You're not going to get this one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Who's describing physical character? What are you doing? It's an doing? interesting approach. <laughs> ja- James, uh, Harrison. James
7: Harrison was the
1: Steelers linebacker. 160. You've got a 100-point lead over uh, over Ben. And yeah. Jack Lambert. Easy category. Uh, what, what are you easy? He didn't get ma- the last ma- two. You, you've been drinking beer all night. We've got City Slickers or Father's Day. Which one do you want there, man? Uh,
8: let's go Father's Day.
1: All right. These athletes all have children that are currently professional athletes. Understand? All right. All right. Yes, uh, 45 seconds on the clock. We're on our way Go. go. Uh, Michael Jordan's teammate, Scotty. What? what? Oh. No. Scotty Disqualified. Uh, oops. Uh, the Rocket for the Red Sox and <laughs> also – Be- Yes, uh, how about this? He's uh, coaching the 76ers now. He played for the Atlanta Hawks, coached the Clippers, the Celtics. What a chance Do, uh, Doc Rivers. Yes, uh, his son plays for the Blue Jays and hits a bunch of home runs from the Dominican Republic. His dad. Uh, pl- Vladimir he- grill. Yes, uh, Steph. Steph's father from the Golden State. Delker. Yes. Uh, In the lead. A wide receiver for the uh, – running back for the 49ers. His father was a wide receiver for the Broncos. Christian, Christian Michael, uh, His father. Oh, uh, how, about, uh, how about – Gosh. Uh, uh, no. How about – let's see here. Uh, boy, this is the last one. Yeah. Bo of the Blue so, Jays. Bo- oh, All right. All right. Yeah, you're not well, the good it. news is you're in the lead. The bad news is uh, it's not by me. Well, the better news is we're out of time, Eddie. And because we are out of no, time, congratulations, man. You won the game, right, man, oh, oh, won oh. The game. On, We're out of Come time. On. Running I, back I,
7: for the New York no, Giants. No, please. What? Running back for the New York Giants. No, no, no. Saquon Barkley. Yes, no, please. Uh, Cheater. That was with JLo for the Yankees. Alex Rodriguez. Yes. Uh, came into the league with LeBron. He played for the Nuggets, then the Knicks. Carmelo Anthony.
3: That's a yes. win. Oh, yeah, please. that's what I'm talking
1: about. That was easier. Yeah. That was easier. You guys, Mark Price, had an easy category McClain. two. Rex yeah. Chapman. How about no. Ben trying to end the game early? Category. That is, that is embarrassing. We were out of We were, oh. out, of <laughs> we were <not laughs> out of
6: time. We, we were not out of time. We had to wrap up hour. We got to do a
1: right. professional oh, broadcast job and wrap up the hour what an awful like a professional broadcaster trying to do a Turn his mic off.